Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Crease Crank Hockey Podcast with Murph and Speech. Um, I'm going to say, how's it going, Speech? We've actually been uh, off for two weeks because Speech has been on a trip. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Um, yeah, so my family went to Florida for about a week and a bit, and I just got back this past week, but the trip was pretty good, so I'm doing pretty good. Um, got to see family that I haven't seen for a couple of years, and lots of fun. We went to Orlando, did uh, Disney World, Universal, and um, uh, Gatorland. <laughs> Underrated park, by the way. Gatorland was a lot of fun, but... Um, no, I, I had, a, I had a good trip. Um, like I said, lots of fun. It was good seeing family I haven't seen for a while. And yeah, lots of, lots of good rides at the Universal Parks. And then as well as we did the Universal Water Park, which is really cool. And then I got the chance to do one of those slides where the floors fall out beneath you. And I, I had a good time doing that. It was, it was a lot of fun, but I, I do have to say it's nice to be back and back into the scheme of things back here at home. How about you for the last two weeks, Murph? Uh, it hasn't been too bad. Since you've been gone, I kind of had the weekend off because I kind of didn't want to do it by myself, you know, doing a podcast by myself. That's kind of like depressing and lonely. So uh, it was. I was about to do it, and I was like, you know what? doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right doing it without speech. So um, sorry for the two-week wait, but I just couldn't do it out with my good partner here. Uh, given it given it with his uh, shitty takes but it still entertains me so that puts me through the podcast and I have a great time with him so I can't do it without him but um, actually I had some family come in I had my cousins come in for uh, they had a volleyball tournament they're not they had their nationals tournament they they finished fifth I believe so that's not terrible I don't think so it was really good to see them I haven't seen them in a couple months so it was good to see them and uh, just catching up with uh, friends and watching quite a bit of hockey since we were gone. And me and you texting back and forth quite a bit <laughs> was uh, pretty hilarious for sure. Um, I'm a little choked for the playoffs, I could tell you that. I don't know, but what do you think? Um, I think we jump right into it. And a l- I, I too, was watching a lot of hockey in Florida, um, sitting in the pool, and then watching through the TV through the window. But jump right into it this is my favorite part of my whole trip was being in the pool in florida watching this game seven go down the boston bruins are taken down by the eighth seed florida panthers the florida panthers take down the big bad bruins greatest team of all time cup bound and you and and as you know as soon as they lost um I was I was out of the pool pretty quick. You had to go had to go run and grab my phone to make sure my friend was okay. And when he didn't pick up, I had to text his dad to make sure all was well. How do you feel about this series, Murph? And then I'll chime in about it after. Okay, so I actually have a kind of funny story. So, so while you were having your pina coladas, having a great time in your pool in Florida, I was actually watching Game Three. Uh, upstairs at Canlan in the bar like area so we had a uh, uh, yes so speech and I actually have play on the same three-on-three team it's just a little league uh, we play it runs for like two three months it's good we get all of our friends together and just play a couple games against other teams so I'm upstairs I'm watching and we're down two. uh are we down 
is it is it two one going to the third? Yes, yeah, two one going to the third for uh, the Panthers, and I'm nervous. I'm shitting bricks right now, and um, I see I forget who. I'm sorry, but we tied up right away coming out of the, the third, tied up two two like two minutes in, and then. So I'm like, let's go. We're back in it. We're back in it. I'm the loudest. So, as soon as they tied up, I was screaming and yelling, and I had a, a waitress came in and shut up. <laughs> yeah, up. shut up. So, so I had to kind of keep quiet. And then five minutes later, on a rebound from Carlo Pasternak with the one timer to put us up three two. I was so hyped. I was like, let's go, let's go, or let's go. We're going the second round. So. So, and then, obviously, like, nothing really happens. There's, like, uh, three minutes left in the game. But our game was about to start in, like, 20 minutes. So I was like, oh, shit, I got to go downstairs and get dressed. So then one of our good buddies was playing the game on the speaker so we could hear it while we were getting dressed. Who was playing it? Uh, Grimmer. Oh. Grimmer was playing it. So then I was getting dressed, and I hear they're going to the Boston zone. They're walking Montour with a slap shot. He scores. I'm like, are you shitting me? Mont- Montour is what? He had like five goals in that series? That's so dumb. So then I couldn't even watch the overtime. I was so mad and so like, I was I was tripping nuts. Like, I was so scared. So then we go onto the ice. Uh, one of our good buddies is just, just helps coach or whatever. And I told him, if something happens, tell me. But you know what they did? They psyched me out. They just told me it was going to second overtime. Meanwhile, Verhege snipes one on on Swayman during the game, lying to me, trying to keep me in the game. Terrible friends. So I'm pretty cheesed. Uh, I'm a little over it now, but I'm still kind of getting bullied at school. Um, yeah, so from my side of the story here about that game, in the pool, you know, just having a good time chilling with my cousins and all I see through the window Carter Verhage the overtime hero and I do have to shout out Brandon Montour had a really good series I think his new nickname is the Bruin Killer but um, as the turntables turn the Boston Bruins blow a 3-1 series lead and a 3-1 lead in the game and that just absolutely puts the, the nail in the coffin and I honestly think we will not see the Bruins in the playoffs for a very long time. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Because I think Bergeron's going to retire is what it sounds like. Bergeron's done. Krejci's done. Um, what? Um, sorry. Um, who else? Do you have to re-sign uh, Bertuzzi, Orlov, uh, just a bunch of like Swayman. Like, just a lot of guys. You know what? It wouldn't be a bad idea signing Swayman because we could trade Allmark. How horrendous was he in that series? Like, honestly, just just hear me out. You put me in net for game six, I'm not lending seven goals. I'm telling you right now. I'm not lending seven goals. That was so horrendous. I always heard, get out of the net then. What are you doing in the net? We were up 4-3. DeBrus scores on the PK. Out of everyone who's debrusque on the PK to put us up 4-3 with 10 minutes left to go. 45 seconds later, they come to scores! Matthew Tchonko! Horrendous. Okay, you got to give props to Montour and Tchonko carried that team. 
Oh, yeah, Bob. Sorry. Bob, actually. Bob's unreal. Absolute playoff stallion, I have to say. So, I have to give props to those three guys. But those guys carried. I guess Paul Maurice is just give him coach of the year. <laughs> Doing something right. But I say we trade Allmark because Allmark, Allmark sold and just pick me up next year. And then I'll jump into the next series, even though probably my most fun series to watch other than this next one. The Leafs take down the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. And this this game also happened while I was in Florida. And I was looking oh, in. I was All this did, that's right. I was actually looking in to see if I would be landing in time to get tickets to go to this game. But the, the timing just wasn't going to end up working out. But So the Toronto Maple Leafs win this series in six game against Tampa. And the curse the first round curse that 19 years it's finally over and the Leafs were they were just the better team and it showed that they were better because games they did not deserve to win they won just because they were better and and Vasilevsky had no Vasilevsky had moments of himself but it wasn't the past Vasilevsky but I also think that at the same time Tampa's defensive core is not what it was. Like I said at the start they of the series, they, they lost a lot of pieces, and that's a why lot of guys were hurt. Chernak didn't play for the rest. And oh hit. yeah, because of Michael. What a dumb hit! Actually, what is that was such a dumb play. And watching it live, I kind of was like, "What's going on?" But that that was just such a pointless hit. But the Leafs take it down. Matthew Nyes comes into the series a big impact for that team and I think he'll be a big impact for years to come with the Leafs and they they just were better that's that's all the only thing I have to say their their teams their forwards were deeper their forwards were more skilled like for depth wise and and their defense were better and and Samsonov Gave them a chance. Outperformed Vasilevsky. That's what won you guys. Samsonov played unreal in game six. But Samsonov gave the Leafs a chance to win every single game. Um, But when we talk about the second round, my opinion's a little bit different. But the next series is the Devils versus Rangers, which the Devils took in seven games. How do you feel about this? The Devils took in seven games. This This was a shocker for me. A really big shocker for me. So, because the Rangers went up two zip at the start of this series, and I thought that like they were they had this in the bag. I thought they even could have like swept the Devils, swept sorry, swept the Devils. But how did the Devils like Jack Hughes just he was going off going off for sure. Uh, Brat was playing pretty good. You have Mercer, um, like all their guys playing the role. They got um, was it Schmid? Schmid, Schmid. I don't know his, the the last name of the goalie, but that's, that's his name of the Devils. He's like playing like really good. He played really well for them in the first round. Well, we'll go to the second round a bit later, but he played like really good. Shut down the Rangers. Like Panarin didn't have a goal in the first in the in all seven games. He didn't have a point, or I got. I think he had like a couple assists, but like he didn't have a goal. Uh, Zabanjad was pretty, uh, pretty limited. Um, every did you see all the tweets like out from Rangers fans like going at Kane's head, going like, "Oh, what the hell, you were useless." Da 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 da. But 
Buddy had like six points. He had a goal and five assists. What else do you want him to do when like look at your other guy who's making like eleven and a half mil, right? Like look at your He's not captain, right? No, Troop is captain. But Panarin, man, like you have to be you have to be doing more, especially when you're like one of the top paid players in the NHL. Like I just thought Shesterkin was actually like left out to dry a bit. Like he he did everything he could. I watched a couple of the games, uh, especially one of their home games. I forget what game it was, but do you see him like look at the bench? It was like about to be intermission. He was like, "What the hell, guys? Wake the hell up!" Something like that. But just it makes no sense. They they just really underperformed. It was really disappointing. I thought the Rangers could possibly do something this year, but what do you um, think? I I was really impressed with Schmidt coming in. And he was lights out for the rest of that series. And he was a big factor, like you said, into winning that. And I think Jack Hughes took a, another step forward in proving himself as one of the best players in the NHL. Especially when there were doubts about him after having a quieter rookie year and things such like that. And he uh, he really turned it around. So I, th- I think that... I was actually really impressed with him. Especially for a first-time player in the playoffs he showed up big and he honestly really proved himself and I I'm really excited to see what the Devils have to bring coming into the next few seasons here because I really like their roster I also saw a stat a couple days ago that the Devils were never shut out this season they scored a goal in every single game did you see that yeah I saw that That was pretty crazy actually what do you like I, it's just crazy to think about like the Devils. This is so much inexperience out of that group could come out of that series. Like, there's nothing else much I could add to it. It's just the Rangers were the more experienced team. I thought they had it, especially after those two games. Like I said, but get on the Devils to get that win. And then the final series in the East, also the most boring series in the East. And probably the whole playoffs. The Carolina Hurricanes take the New York Islanders in six games. And there was really no surprise. The Islanders pushing us to six games is honestly pretty good for them. Like, they put up a fight. They weren't an easy out. And I I think I just got to give them props. Obviously... They had Ilya Sorokin and Net, who's a really good goalie, but the Canes, like, same thing as the Leafs. They were, they're just better. I agree. I think the the Canes are the best defensive uh, team in the in the league, and I also were definitely, I'd say, top five, top three for defensive teams in the league, but I think uh, all around the Canes just played really well. Um, they had all, all steams running. Uh, they were playing really well together. Uh, offensively, they were rolling. I don't know how because they're not really known for uh, And awesome they were missing group. Svechnikov. And Pacioretty. So that's two big key guys that are in your lineup that puts the puck in the back of the net. But, like, Ajo really stepped up. Nechas played well. Uh, and, like I said, the defense played really well. So And, Fred- and Frederick Anderson's back now, by the way. Just so- something to add. He played in the second round. We can go into that later, but I thought um, Hurricanes kind of ran ran with this one. Um, now we can move on, go into the Western Conference. Uh, we could go to the Oilers and Kings. 
Uh, Oilers won in six games, believe it or not, against the Leafs. Er, good Lord, what's wrong with me? Against the Kings. Um, what, what do you think about this speech? Well, this was a pretty fun series to watch, and both teams had their moments. But Lee on Dreisaitl, wow, did he come up big. And one thing I'd also like to add, all these Oilers fans are complaining about McDavid. McDavid's like a point and a half per game still in playoffs, and you're still getting mad at him. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's how you know Oilers fans are absolutely numb in between the ears. And, like, what what are you... (laughs) What are, you, like, what are you getting mad at? And he's especially against the Kings. The Kings have probably arguably the best shutdown center in the game on him. Like Anze Kopitar, Philip Deneau, those are really good defensive forwards. And he's still a point and a half per game. Like, like calm down. McDavid still put up like nine points in that series. I don't even remember, know what he put up, to be completely honest. But then, they're freaking out like Dr- that. Drysaddle and McDavid are leading the league by far in points. Actually, no, it's Rope Hints. Sorry. Can't be disrespect to Rope Hints. We'll get into that later. But. but what are you losing your mind for? Like, honestly, another hot take for me. Oilers fans are worse than Leafs fans. Like, Holy no, no. Okay. In the... <laughs> play- yeah. In the playoffs. Oh how about in previous? Okay, we'll go back to the Leafs' first-round exits. Leafs lose their minds. Matthews and Marner put up like one or t- one or two points, and one of the who was that against? Against like the Habs, I think they had only a handful of points. Against the Bruins, while well, they weren't there, Columbus only a handful of points. Although Columbus is only three games, I think. But but um uh yeah, and then Oilers fans are freaking out over a guy putting up a point and a half per game because he's not putting up regular and season numbers, it. and you still make it like. Honestly, why are why are Oilers fans losing their minds right now? Like That's fair. Like you're you're actually numb. You're actually so numb if you're losing your mind over that. And honestly, and then you have another guy that's putting up unbelievable numbers. Like maybe let's calm down. You won your series and Even it Bouchard is like 15 points right now. Yeah, that's cuz their power play is pretty good. But like But like come on Oilers fans. Like get that numbness out of your head. Like you're losing your mind over nothing. Like, that. that is one of the dumbest things I ever heard come out of anybody's mouth, and I heard it. I have actually something to add about the oil series, though. But, um, something that, what was it, game? They won it in, game six was in L.A., right? Yeah, it was. And that's when Stuart Skinner broke, like, his stick broke. If you guys haven't seen that, you definitely have been living under a rock, but... What essentially happened was, uh, off a prior play, uh, Skinner made a save, and it somehow like broke his stick, and he hasn't he didn't realize. So then the next play that comes to him, uh, he stops a puck, he goes to play, and he totally whiffs on it. His stick just snaps in half. His his stick was already cracked in half, but it wasn't like fully snapped that he could notice it. But then. He goes to play it, and he just totally whiffs and just snaps his stick. And then, was it Kempe? Probably. Kempe, I think. Came in and just tucked it home to tie the game up. And I was like, no way this happens. And say, like, uh, they choke and go to game seven back. and That would have been so funny. That would have been so funny. But, and they still come back, and they still win. That... 
that just tells how much McDavid and Drysaddle, like their offense, kind of like alone, just wins them hockey games. You could, you could bring out Ron Hextall out of retirement, right now, and you guys are winning a cup. Like, that's how horrendous like the goaltending is. It's terrible. Skinner, not a dog. Cat. Campbell, cat. Like all these guys. Koskinen, cat. Smith, cat. Just keep naming them. Like they're all terrible. Cam Talbot, cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I'm saying is like Edmonton, like figure out your goaltending. Because if they had, say, if they had Sorokin or Shesterkin, or just like a top ten goalie in the league, like you're going far, far. Like you're like touching close to Stanley Cup almost every year, in my opinion. If you had a half decent goalie. Uh, and then when you say that, do you think it makes sense for the Oilers to try and target a goalie in the first round of this draft? Um, I think that would be. Uh, I don't know. No, they're in because they're in like a win now situation. Like you got McDavid and Drysdale like entering their prime. Like they're. I mean, they're playing like they're in their prime. So they they should be focused on win now and maybe make a trade or a signing. But that's a good trade or signing, like a good goalie. Like, say they get a guy like Demko, who's on a shitty team, or a guy like Gibson. Gibson would be a really nice pickup for them, in my opinion. Those two trades would never happen, though, because they're in the same division. Oh, yeah. But um, we'll get into this later, but I, I think that a guy that the Oilers could go after, especially next year, is Connor Hellebuck, who recently was a finalist for the Vesna, and that is also a guy I think the Leafs could go after, but... I think that we should jump into our next series, and that is the Stars take down the Minnesota Wild in six games. And the Stars are a good hockey team, and Ottinger showed up to play like we knew he would. And are the Minnesota Wild turning into the new Toronto Maple Leafs? Uh, maybe, because there is a, what is it, is, is, that, is that six or seven years now? So, something like that, in a row that they've lost in the first round. And uh, it's tragic to see, uh, but I don't really care for the Wild because one of the most boring teams to watch. So I mean, other than Kaprizov, Kaprizov's pretty sick, but he's Russian, so cocaine. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, uh, gotta give a big shout out to Rope Hints. Um, guy's been on a tear. Uh, still is on a tear. Um, just just kind of carrying the stars. Him and Ottinger just playing out of their minds. Top fifth, top. You accidentally muted the mic. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> but top, it's, I was saying Ropey Hints is probably a top 15 player in the league. Argue that, but top 15 player in the league for me. Considering playoffs right now, I can't really disagree, but in regular season next year, we'll see if he, he steps up. Points. He had 100. No, he didn't. That was Robertson. Oh, yeah, my bad. But. He was but. Still, I didn't really watch that series this much, but um, I don't know. I think the Stars, this could have been a really good series, but I think it was kind of a disappointment. It wasn't as good as what I was expecting it to be. But finally, I think this is the second biggest upset in the playoffs, which is fair to be said. But 
maybe maybe Leafs taking down Tampa Bay is a bigger upset, but um, but the Seattle Kraken take down the Colorado Avalanche in seven, and wow, Seattle really impressed me, and they they've reminded me a lot of what Montreal was like. I think I've said this before. They reminded me of what Montreal was like when Montreal went all the way to the cup final. I agree. Um, it's it's kind of like a story tale. Like, the first time seeing playoffs um, and the, the beating the defending cup champs like the, the Avs is, is huge. Um, take into consideration, like, Gabriel Landeskog uh, wasn't playing. But he's also out... Next for the next year. And I saw a tweet from Mark Mathot, who also had this surgery, and Mark Mathot did not return to the NHL after the surgery because he was not able to come back in time, I think. But that being said, Mark Mathot was kind of a third-pairing plug, but Gabriel Landeskog's a, a first-liner. But I think that... Uh, I, I hope... Not think. I really hope that we get to see Gabriel Landeskog on the ice again, but for whatever reason, if this ends up being the end, which I doubt it will be, but he had a really good career. Um, but yeah, the Kraken showed up big, and I think it was their depth that carried through this, and um, Grubauer, I think, was playing well because he had that little chip on his shoulder after leaving Colorado. Do you want to move on to the last uh, episode now? Or, oh, good lord, what is wrong with me today? Do you want to move on to the last series now? Yeah. Okay, so we go on to our hometown Jets versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And sadly enough, as a, a Winnipegger, uh, Jets lose in five uh, to the Golden Knights, and the Golden Knights take it in five. Um, just kind of a disappointing effort out of the Jets. Uh, you definitely heard it out of Rick Bonus. Uh, the after the game, he calls out his team, saying his stars didn't really perform. The the, the guys didn't really have that it factor to to want to play. Hellbuck, I thought played pr- well, pr- he was good. pretty good. Excuse me, and he he really showed up for his team that didn't really show up. Uh, Ehlers was hurt. He didn't play. Um, did he play game five? I don't think he played game five. He didn't play at all. Um, but yeah, and then after Rick Bonus called them out, Wheeler came out was like disregarding uh, Bonus saying all that stuff's going on. like I don't think Bonus has like the place of saying that or anything. Blah 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 blah. Okay, here's my only reasoning here to not blow up on Blake Wheeler is because Blake Wheeler showed up and he was actually one of the better players in that playoffs for the Jets, but. Yeah, I agree with you, Connor. Um, the Jets really, they had that first game, they took him down, and everybody was saying, oh, can the Jets do it? But just like history repeated itself, the Golden Knights, in exact same fashion, actually, win the next four straight to take down Winnipeg. And like honestly, exactly like Rick Bonus said, as soon as the Jets went down, they just didn't really seem like they wanted it that much. And... I know lots of Jets fans aren't going to like me saying this. I think it's time to blow up that team. I think it doesn't even have to be a rebuild, but I think if it has to be a retool is the way I'd describe it. Like, I think you have to move Dubois to Montreal now, but 
but I think you try and move Shafley and you have I think next year you can go with a mediocre year and be happy with it but I think get rid of Shifley and Dubois and possibly even Connor Hellebuck I agree I agree um, the def the Jets definitely need to move move some pieces around. Um, you can't keep going with the same guys you have now. Uh, you need to change it up. It's kind of been disappointing the last two two three years, I'd say. So they definitely got to change something else. Um, but uh, do you have anything else anything else to add for the entire first round or anything? Cause I'll, I'll, my final my final thing just saying is, can, as a Bruins fan, I hate saying this, but I'll I'll take it with a badge of honor. Um, Leafs, congrats! I could say that. Um, obviously, no one was expecting this, and me the furthest, obviously. But um, congratulations, speechly, and I'll 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 give you a handshake here, and you're welcome for this honor. And I was gonna say do well for the second round, but we all know how this goes in a bit. Um, I'm gonna. I just like to add one thing for you here, Murph. Um, for two series. I told you so. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, like I said, I said, hey, man, Leafs are winning it this year. This is our year, and we got out of the first round. Say that every year. Hey, what happened? And then I also, and then I also said, La Bomba Murphy, do you believe in curses? And that curse is still alive. The President's Trophy curse. Officer Bobrovsky back on the case, and he takes down the big bad Bruins. But yeah, that's I just had to add that. But now we can head into a different piece here. We're doing this a little bit earlier. The dog and the cat of the first round. I'll start off with the dog, and I know already you have the least down, but I actually like to go with the Seattle Kraken and the Florida Panthers. I'm gonna go both because. You want to put the Leafs? Okay, we'll put the Leafs. The Leafs, the Leafs, the Kraken, and the Panthers. I think all three of those teams, big big milestones and big achievements for them. Both the Kraken and the Panthers take down the number one seed in their division that they were in. And then the Leafs just did the impossible. But, yeah, who do you have as the cat of the week? But um, for this, I have two for you. Right, uh, one I have Linus Allmark from the Boston Bruins. Um, I think uh, he just kind of sold. That, uh, there's no like sugarcoating it. He did sell. Like that's the reason why you lost. Like how? That's three games and game five. He goes out to play. He trips and falls on the puck, and then. Bang, scores back in the net. That was game five. We could have ended that game five. We outshot them like, it was like, four, it was 47 to 25 in game five at home. What is that? Such a joke. Honestly, put me in net. Or just put Swayman. And I actually feel bad for Bergeron because he was playing with like a herniated disc and that's not fun. So good for Bergeron to kind of play through the injury. Um... Maybe it wasn't the best idea going to Game 5 since we were up 3-1 in the series, but I don't think it was him. It was definitely Altmark's fault. So it's all your fault. It's all your fault. But the other thing I have is um, the Winnipeg Jets, like we just said. Um, 
just uh, really underachieving. Um, just wasn't there. They need to switch it up. Um, I don't think bonus bonus was good. Um, I just think that um, they could have done better. They definitely could have done better. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And then I said we'd bring this up after. Um, I personally think that Connor Hellebuck, this is one thing I want to bring up. I think that um, that Connor Hellebuck was good for um, good for the Jets, but I think he's a good target for other teams. I think the Leafs would be a good team to target um, Connor Hellebuck for, but honestly, it's a little bit disappointing to see the Jets out so early in the end of this era, but I think it's time. They had the core, and it just didn't work. Like I said, though, if not the least, the Edmonton Oilers could also be a very good team to go after Connor Hellebuck. Because I think, off the top of my head, the two teams that are in need of a game-breaking goaltender, like the Vesna finalist Connor Hellebuck, um, are the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers. But for the Leafs, I think they keep Wall into the NHL and try and split him because he's actually a pretty good goalie and I'm excited to see how he turns out I agree I agree um, as painful and depressing this was talking about how bad the Bruins played um, it was this is definitely motivational for next year um, motivation for I guess the Leafs too so Hey, at least we could reach something more than the first round. So, um, maybe you guys go on a run next year. I don't know what else to say. It's just I'm in shock. I'm I'm shook. I'm I'm not woke anymore. I'm asleep. That's what I am. It's just it's a joke. Playoffs are a joke. Bruins are a joke now. I don't know. It's like an alternate. We're in an alternate universe. Like. Panthers like with the biggest upset of the century. The Leafs are somehow making it past the first round this year. It's it's a, it's a joke. It's a joke. So, but if you have nothing else to add, um, that's about it for the the episode today. Um, we 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 get that we're a little behind, and um, that that's because we have a little busy. Jack just got back from his vacation. But um, we'll try and get an episode as, uh, up as quick as we can, kind of talking about... I mean, we'll try and put one up maybe close to the end of this week. Um, yeah, like Connor was saying there, we're going to try and put one up close to the end of this week. But I think that as soon as the second round of playoffs is over, we'll try and get it done as soon as we possibly can. But it's tough with lots of stuff. You know, we have some golf team going on. We got some external stuff plus we graduate in a month or so 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 it'll be good also um as mentioned by murph i'd like to shout out or shout out our two buddies cody grimstrup and nathan duncan for uh for donating us uh um some nice drinks after we won our 2v2 golf match against them and i i just like to thank connor most importantly importantly my partner uh he held me in there but i have to give myself some credit for coming in big with the three holes birdie to tie up the game call me call no i'm gonna gas me she (laughs) 
first she calls me daddy she calls me daddy you i drove the green on a perfect 16 holes and you came up for like the last two or three horrendous you should be ashamed of yourself i just want i want it for us don't even tell me that i didn't i i, I so but no i just like to pump my own tires here you know Dr- drive a drive a green on a par four two for birdie and then you know the actual game game winning hole was a was a bogey <laughs> it was a bogey but that being said the final hole you know your boy closed it out and you know i i just it hit bombs like there's nothing else i can say i just swing for the fences i'm like dustin bruce but honestly yeah it was good and connor held held me in there for my for my downs but i when my when i'm up i'm up and i said as soon as i said that i said don't count me out don't count me out but that about wraps it up for this podcast Do you have anything else to add murph I got nothing really else to add, but uh, like you said, that golf that golf game was really fun, and I did carry you. So, if there's nothing else to add, um, that's about it for the pod for the podcast this week. Um, and like you said before, uh, we'll recap the the second round. Uh, hopefully, end of this week. So um, we'll uh, talk to you guys later, and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. See ya.